Welcome back to Real Native Roots, Untold Stories, a podcast by Native women with deep roots. Ya'at'e, Happy New Year. Thank you all for coming back to, this is actually a bonus round. <laughs> I'm really excited about um, what we're going to do. I'll share a little bit about what we're going to do differently in this particular bonus session. But before I do that, I just want to say Happy New Year. Blessings to you, your loved ones, as we are now in our third day in 2021. So much actually has happened in these past three days. So much has happened to us in 2020. And I just want to acknowledge and also honor and also just give gratitude for where we're at, what we are learning, and also to just be mindful and um, give prayer and continued healing, love, and energy to folks who have lost. I have lost relatives. I have lost friends uh, in this COVID. And I know many of you all have done that and experienced that and also friends and family who have survived. And so a lot has happened. And one of my hopes as we go into um, this year, as we are in this year and continue to move forward, is that the learnings that we have experienced in 2020, that we continue to use that as we navigate in this new year. So I just wanted to just give some time and pause for that. And so... We did it, folks. One year of my love project. I, I can't believe it. I'm really excited. We have over 2,000 downloads, and I'm excited that we have different listeners from different countries, and um, the following is growing, and I just want to thank you all for that, for listening, for supporting, and also for sharing. Please continue to share. Um, if you haven't already, follow me. I'm on um, the various platforms, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, Google, um, follow, support, share. And, and of course, if you are interested or know someone that would be a great guest, um, hit me up, let me know. <laughs> I am really excited about 2021. The lineup, I have a great list of folks who have agreed, so I'm super excited, and I think you're going to enjoy some of these guests, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So with that, I wanted to do something a little different for this month. Um, I wanted to do a bonus round, and you know, I was contemplating how to do it. You know, I was like, well, maybe I talk for, you know, 30 minutes. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll ask a friend um, to maybe have a dialogue with me. And then I had a friend who said, what about your niece? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I loved that idea. We all play different roles in our lives, you know, and I take great pride in trying to you know, humbly and also um, mindfully and in a, in a good way be in these roles as a daughter, as a sister, as a niece, um, as an aunt, you know, as a friend, as a colleague. In all those roles, I really try to show up my best self. And, uh, you know, I have my days. <laughs> and so 
Anyway, when she had said, what about your niece? I got so excited because being this role as an aunt is so important. And I thought, this is a wonderful opportunity to create a new memory for my niece and I. I have aunties and I love and I adore them. And I only have really good memories of them, (laughs) really. Uh, You know, whether there's learning moments or what, but I have very fond memories of all my aunties. And so I'm really excited about having her be on here. The, the, the twist here, though, what's different is that my niece is going to interview me. She, she has a couple of questions that she's going to ask me, but she also um, is far away. She's, well, not too far, but she's in Arizona, and so she's called in, and she is going to get started, but I, I just want you all to know that I I adore her, and I am just, I'm just so pleased and happy that she even agreed to do this. And she was excited when I asked her, she kind of screamed. I'm like, yes, I'll do it. (laughs) So I am so excited that you get to hear from my beautiful, uh, spontaneous, creative, go-getting niece. Her name is Amory Oldman. Amory, how are you, honey? sound like you're just getting up, hun. Oh, no. I've, I've been up for, for a while. Great. How are you? Say hi to the guests. Hi. Yes. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for telling our guests your clan. So you might find some relatives, honey, that might hit you up. I know, huh? <laughs> I'm my grandpa. Yes. <laughs> so anything else you want to tell uh, folks about you? I know you shared your clans. Anything else? I have like the best auntie ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm 17. I'm a senior. And yeah, it's good. All right. So do you want to get started? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm a little nervous, so I'm going to take yeah, a <laughs> All right, honey. Go to it. So, basically, I have been wondering, like, because you've been doing this podcast for a while, huh? One. For almost like a year? Yeah, exactly one year. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. How did you... Like, how did you even get into the thought process of even starting a podcast? Because I didn't even know what podcast podcasts were even a thing until, like, probably a year ago when you showed me what it was. Yeah, a friend, uh, one of my friends on social media follows some of my Instagram stories, and he was the one who suggested I do a podcast. And that was, like, March of 2019, I think. And he had said that. And so I pondered upon that between then and October and did my research and homework. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. And yeah. in October, I bought the equipment and got everything ready. And January was January of 2020 was the first sort of intro uh, episode and and so forth. And Yeah, you, I, remember, I remember listening to the first episode. Yeah. So it's been a year. 
And you had said like, what is my process? So yeah, yeah, that's a good question, honey. Um, I can tell you that last year I was like very kind of, you know how auntie is, I'm very organized and like plan things out. Yeah. I had the calendar out and I had like potential guests in each month. And, you know, um, then I was like contacting people who, and then they all said yes. And then, then there were a couple of times where it didn't work out. And then anyway, after um, a couple, I realized, you know what, I'm not going to be, I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it flow. And whoever says yes, I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to be very structured. And um, so that's sort of my process. I've been just kind of asking folks that I meet along the way or people that I've always admired and wanted to hear their story. How do they, you know, become the person that they become um, or became? And so that's sort of my process. And one of my guests actually... um, so after I do my podcast, I usually ask for feedback at the end. And one one gentleman, I loved what he had said to me. He told me, you know, keep it Hoan style, keep it Hogan style, keep it home style. Mm-hmm. And that basically means like, you know, you know, when we used to sit in the Hogan's, you know, everybody's sitting yeah. in there and people just naturally talk. There's like no structure. No one's saying, okay, this is next on the agenda. It's, it's just flowing. Everybody just kind of flows. And he was saying keep the podcast that way. Don't get too structured, you know? So I, I keep that tip and I'm, you know, planning to do that in 2021 as well. That's great. Which one, like out of all your guests, like which one did you feel like you had the most, not connection, but the most talk where you even like, you forgot you guys were even like doing a podcast, but it just felt so natural. That is a good question. Wow. <laughs> I honestly, um, I have to say that each guest that I had felt very natural. Like some, I felt like, like at what you're asking, like really, you know, like the last guest, Jennifer. Um, and I would also say um, Tony. I really enjoyed my um, podcast of Joan, Tony and then uh, Joni. <laughs> hey, that rhymed. <laughs> um, and then, of course, like my mom. Like I felt like it was we were just talking. Next, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, it's almost an yeah, hour. I love the podcast with Grandma. Did you? Loved, what did you like about it? I just loved hearing like her whole because I'm like um, I've never really heard about like her childhood and like like you know and I just love listening to that. I was listening to I was doing my makeup work. I was just like in awe of like, oh my gosh, I didn't, like, I didn't know any of this stuff. And it was, it was just great. I loved listening to it. Mm, I will tell grandma that you loved her, her story. Yeah. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people liked her story as well. They say that I sound like grandma. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what they say. Some people, they're like, oh, when I heard your mom, now I know where you get your giggle. <laughs> <laughs> after each guest or person that you have on the podcast, is there something that, like, you take away from it, like, the information that they give you or, like, the story that they tell, like, you think about them? Mm, Yes, absolutely. Every single guest I had, I I took so much away. I probably, I will, I'll be honest, every guest that I have um, on here, I listened to our interview at least three, four times minimal (laughs) and take notes and, 
And I, every time I hear it, I hear something different. And that's what I love about them. Like with my mom, what I loved about, I would say like a big takeaway from my mom is just like honoring mothers, right? And because they're our first teachers and, and I just am so blessed to have my mom because, you know, grandma didn't have her mom, you know, she had her yeah. auntie and then she had the foster mom. And so for me to have my mom now still is such a blessing and she continues to teach me. And when I listen to her story, it just makes me, again, have complete gratitude and just honoring her. My second guest was Kimberly Braveheart. I love her. She's like, she's just amazing. She's like, fire and passion is what I, when I think of her. And when I, when, what I would say my biggest takeaway from her is like, she's so beautiful. Like she's just beautiful. Her podcast made me think about, you know, everything that we do is, is beauty is only so much, but it's about what's inside. And I loved how her dad taught her to use other skills to strengthen herself, like to have conversations and to push herself, you know, that she had to use other ways to navigate. And was it about her beauty? And that I just, like, it made me think about, uh, you know, how I can push myself in different ways. Um, Loris Taylor was my other guest. And I loved uh, what I love that dialogue. What's interesting, because you had asked earlier, you know, what was most natural? <laughs> I felt like we we're both interviewing each other because she actually is in radio and she is in that whole world. And so I appreciated mm-hmm. her keeping me on my toes. <laughs> but the yeah. one thing that I took away from her was, you know, the conversation, how to have hard conversations with your children. And she really inspired me to like, really do that and also to get certain things in place. Um, and then Ben Sherman, oh my gosh, I, I just really have so much respect for Ben. And he made me think about two things, you know, that continue to stay with me and that is to continue to be humble and to like really lift others. And sometimes quiet is so powerful. Some actually that the more quiet you are, the more powerful you can be. And yeah. um, I got a couple more. Earl was the other one. He he was like, I learned so much from him about sort of like our Dene ways, the cultural way about the roles of the uncles. And I think my biggest takeaway from him is like our, you know, us as adults, we need to be passing down that teaching and, you know, how well are we doing that? It made me think about, you know, I need to step up my game and doing that more with my boys and with you as my niece. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then Joseph Kunkel was also uh, a guest and, you know, I really respect him and he, he made me, I think my biggest takeaway in talking to him is about his passion, like his passion to really do so much in communities and that, you know, thinking big and that the possibilities can happen. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have one, two, four more, I think. Evelyn, uh, Evelina Maho, Evie, Evie is what I call her. I, she's so graceful, that woman. She, I think my biggest takeaway when I talked to her, when I got done, she just made me feel like we need to be more gentle with ourselves. You know, it's hard. Our our bodies take on so much and that, you know, the self-care is really important. And so yeah. she just made me mindful about, you know, being more gentle with myself. 
And then Joni, oh my gosh, I, I just love this this young lady. Um, she's amazing. And I think for me, my biggest takeaway in listening to her was that once we heal ourselves, like when we, there are different ways in how we can heal ourselves. But when we do that, it's like a ripple effect. You know, like when you throw a rock in the pond and there's like ripples. So if you're that rock and it ripples out that I'm not only healing myself, but I'm also healing, you know, bringing healing to my children and to my mom and it just kind of ripples out. That's what I took away from her. And Tony, Tony was uh, one of my last male guests for 2020. And I really appreciated our, our conversation because it was so much fun. I felt like we were kind of bantering and teasing and just, um, I, I think what I took away from him is really to keep learning, you know, continue to keep pushing ourselves and yeah. think creatively and how to like weave in different methods or different ways of thinking to help our communities. And my last guest, oh my gosh, Jennifer Craigsburg. She's like, I don't know. I really, I just really look up to her. She's amazing. She's a strong woman. Like I, I would love to have her fierceness and I, yeah, that our conversation probably could have gone a whole nother hour if we wanted to, but <laughs> I, yeah, what I think I took away from her is what I, I really loved is that she talked about how being organic, like just kind of letting it go and flow is so powerful. Like organic creation is powerful. And that the other big takeaway from her was like what COVID offered her was like what's important. And, you know, and, and it was really her 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 son. And it made me think about, yeah. you know, my boys that this past year is the first time we were all together um, from March to now, you know, because of COVID. And I've learned so much about them and their needs. And so... I know that was a little long, honey, but I had to give honor to every guest. No, no, no. I love hearing every second of it. (laughs) So those were my, I would say, key takeaways from the mall. They were all fabulous. That's so great. I would, I love, yeah. I I just love learning stuff from people and like just, it just grows you as a person and everything. How are you liking your love project? (laughs) <laughs> I really don't know. I don't really know much uh, know much about your love project. What is it? It's this, honey. It's the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I call I call the podcast my love project. Um, you know, because like I have work, right? I have worked and I have to pay the bills, but I also love what I do for a living. And this love project, which is the podcast, I I love it too because I feel like it it fuels me in a different way. I feel like it, it really, it taps into my creative side. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I love it. I really do. I'm enjoying it. And I am glad I decided to just do it. You know, I, I never yeah. thought I'd be doing something like this. That's for sure. That's so good. So let's get into like some juicy stuff, some stuff that I would really love to know. Oh my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I've never really heard much about like, your childhood or how you've grown up or anything like I've heard my dad uh, my dad's side of the story and stuff which is horrible but um how was it like living on the res because I was living living on the res for about just until I was like eight years old and then I moved down to Phoenix 
and I only got, I was just out there for a bit, but how was it living, like, with um, my dad and Uncle Jackson and Shandine and Grandpa and Grandma? Mm. Yeah, I love it. I miss it, you know, because right now I'm not on um, the res. I'm not on the motherlands. I'm, I'm in Rio Rancho, and so I don't know if you know, well, I think you heard a little bit from Ma, uh, Grandma, uh, maybe, maybe not, but you know, your your nullies because it's your dad's side, right? So your dad, mm-hmm. so yeah. your grandparents on on this side, my side is your nullies, your nully Jim and your nully best uh, Betty. They mm-hmm. were a part of the relocation program in the seventies, and so they met. They were both different parts of the res, and they met in Cleveland, Ohio, and that's when they had me and your your dad. We were born in Cleveland, mm-hmm. Ohio. And then they moved back to the reservation. And so that part of my childhood was in Red Mesa. And we lived in the Hogan. I remember very well, me and my brother in the Hogan. We lived in the Hogan for a while. And then... The one outside of Grandpa's house? Yes. There, well, there was another oh. one there. So like where Grandpa's house is now, the Hogan in front of there, that's probably the second Hogan that was built. There was another Hogan um, mm-hmm. that we grew up in. And I literally, like, we had, you know, I slept on sheepskin and all of that. It, so I loved it because we're just, I feel like we were very connected, right? When you're on the, on the res, yeah. I feel like it's quiet, you know, um, you're connected, your yeah. family's all around you, your cousins live around you, your aunties, your uncles, everybody's around you. You're, you're there. Mm-hmm. And it's a different feel and vibe for sure than it is here in the city, you know, um, but we we lived on the res in a hogan, and then I remember we lived in um, Black Mesa in the mountains in a camper. Mm-hmm. Like my dad had a truck, and there was one of those campers that kind of go head over. I remember me, my brother, and my mom and my dad living in that um, camper for I don't know, maybe a year or something. I don't know how long, but if I just remember us. Oh, me and my brother always in the trees <laughs> up there. <laughs> I should find a picture. That would be fun to find. Um, and then and then we moved eventually to St. Michael's. That's my mom's side of the family. Yeah. And that's where you um, and your family lived with us. And uh, and it's beautiful there near Alugi, Butterfly Butte. So yeah. we so we so your 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 dad and I, he's like my um my best friend and you know we did a lot of things together we grew up very humble and um yeah so like I have fond memories of the reservation of like all of those things and you know my aunties and my uncles and you know my nullies and it's it really brings joy and when I feel tired honey like when I'm like just done with work and and that's what I miss the most about is heading to the res. Like going, I feel like when I go to the res, I get recharged. And yeah, yeah, that's what I love about. Yeah, it. I always get excited when I go down. It's just like it's like home. It's not like it's just home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like when I go there, how was like your school experience? Did you go to St. Michael's or did you go to Windrock Elementary? I'm a product of public school. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I didn't go to any private school or anything like that. Um, 
So, I know Uncle Jackson did, right? He went to see Yeah, Michael. he did. The, the, of course, because he's the youngest. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Yeah, no. I, yeah, your dad and I, we went to um, the public school in Winderock. And so how was school? It was hard. Honestly, it was really hard. I, I, will, I will admit, like, and people probably don't see this, but, like, I was really, really shy and I was bullied a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like I always, people are young, the girls always want to get in fights or corner me in the bathroom. Like, it, it was hard. I was really shy. And I think what helped me with my confidence and growing up in school, I took martial arts. And so that helped boost my confidence and, um, and then just, you know, getting in clubs and sports and things like that. But what sports were you into? I was in volleyball. I think that was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't that good in basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basketball was, eh, no, I wasn't that good. But volleyball, I really liked. And then um, I was in band. I love band. I played the clarinet. I was pretty good. I would have to say, not to brag, but yeah, I really loved it, you know. So it was hard, but there was also good moments in in school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As there always is. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And how was it with all your siblings? The oldest out of four. Oh, my God. I can't imagine being the oldest. Well, you are, well, I was like, you are the oldest, but not really. Um, yeah, I'm the mi- exact middle, but I'm the oldest out of the, out of, um, the two younger ones. Yes, yes. Um, it's, I don't know, that's a good question. Like, I felt like I was like a little mom, <laughs> you know, taking care of my brothers and mm-hmm. my sister. And I felt like I was always, um, you know, taking care of them you know, um, helping my mom. I was always in, you know, basically I remember coming home from school and uh, the first thing I would have to do is go in the kitchen and help my mom make dough, get dinner ready, set the table and, you know, get my brothers there. My brother, when JR and I would always be doing the dishes, uh, you know, it just, I always felt like, it, and then by the time we're all done, then I do my homework. Right. And so, when I think of being the oldest, I felt like it was a lot of yeah. uh, responsibility. And and then where I grew up, you know, where we lived in St. Michael's, it wasn't, we we're out in the rural areas, so like it wasn't in a neighborhood. So I didn't have friends in the neighborhood. They were all relatives, but a lot of my relatives were, my cousins were way older. So like, yeah. you know, I was in fifth grade, they were like in high school and they don't want to hang out with a fifth grader. <laughs> So I felt like I, I I don't want to say I was lonely, but I felt like I was, I grew, had to grow up fast, you know? Yeah. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it or exchange it for any other sort of opportunity or, you know, um, but there's some pluses of being older, you know, you can put your foot down and say, Hey, (laughs) yeah, because your brother, your dad, you know, he, uh, he was always into mischief and I had to like, I'm going to tell mom. (laughs) And he knew that. (laughs) I would too, if I was his oldest sister, my God. After you finished high school, what did you do? I know you went to college. Yes. Yeah. You went to college. Which college did you go to? I, well, I went to a community college first. I went to Yavapai. And then, mm-hmm. then I transferred to ASU and then, Ooh. yeah. And so 
I, the funny thing is your auntie wanted to be an accountant at first. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> and, then, and then I realized I want to be, I was doing homework. This is before computers and we had to, they're called ledgers or like sheets where you have to put all these numbers and add and minus. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be in some cubicle doing this every day. And the next day went in and changed my, um, focus. And long story short, I ended up going to social work and and then I uh, got my social work degree at ASU, got my BSW and I worked um, at the Salt River Reservation, the Gila River Reservation. And I worked for um, a mental health. I worked for my own tribe a little bit in the summertime. And then I worked um, with CPS and then... Um, and then I went to Head Start and then I went to this housing program. And right after that, I relocated to Albuquerque. I got a job offer in Albuquerque and started with that new career, which was amazing. And then I got my um, master's when I was here in New Mexico, I got my master's in social work. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I completed school and, and um, enjoyed every bit of it. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to go to college. I'm excited. Yay, me too. Next year. I know. Ooh, ooh. I know it is this year. My gosh, crazy. I've always wondered, like, were after you moved out of the house and everything, did you keep, like, was it hard? Not hard. Like, how much did you keep in contact with, like, your siblings or, like, your mom and dad, like, grandparents and grandma? You know, it's interesting. I think when we become young adults, um, we get so focused on like, you know, the independence, right? And exactly, so, that's what, yeah. <laughs> when as soon as my mom and dad dropped me off at Yabapai, I was like, bye. They're like, wait, do you want us to go grocery shopping? Do you want to go eat? I'm like, no, see you later. Um, I go. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was hard because I didn't have a ride. And then, um, but my mom was really missing me. And uh, I think my second year I got a car. And so I went home a lot more. We didn't have cell phones. You had to use a pay phone. <laughs> so, um, you know, tried to call, uh, you know, it was just, was you know, you know, we didn't have internet. So it was different. So when, yeah. you know, we'd come home like on holidays or long weekends, uh, I think now it's easier to stay connected because of what we have, but back then it was a little different, you know, had to get a calling card and be at the payphone, get in line for the payphone. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried my best to come back as much as I could, um, but it's different. It was not like, you know, you could just pick up the phone and FaceTime somebody. It was, you know, I did a lot of letter writing actually back then. I, I used to write letters a lot to um, family and friends. So that's sort of how I stay connected. And of course, when there were yeah. ceremonies, things like that, we would have my, my mom or my dad would say, you need to come back and help. So um, upon requests like that, I would have to come home too. Yeah. Let's talk about me for a little bit. Um, what did you, how did you figure, how did you find out that, because I know you and my mom were pregnant at the same time, right? Were we? <laughs> Like with Gavin and with you had Gavin. Yes, you guys are the same age. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that (laughs) elder moment there. (laughs) Uh, How did you react when you, like, did they tell you that you're going to have a niece or did they tell you that they didn't tell you yet? They didn't tell me. And 
as soon as I found out that I was having a niece, I was so excited, you know, because, you know, having, I don't have, you're my daughter, like you're my, you know, being an auntie um, is such an honor. And so you are my first, you know, niece. And I was so excited. I couldn't wait. I was like, oh my God, you know, all the things that we get to do, girl time and just spend time with my niece. Cause you know, Gavin was my, your, your cousin is my second and last. So I have two boys. And so, but now I have you and Jasmine as my, my niece. And, and, you know, I was excited when I found out that you were here and I couldn't wait to see you and, and I still feel that way about you, honey. I miss you so much that I can't wait to see you and spend time with you. And especially now I that you're going to be going to college. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see you find your space and grow into the young woman that you are already growing into. Yeah, so you have a very big part in it. I'm like, I love you so much. Mm. And like every memory I've had with you like is amazing because I remember I'd be little and I'd always want to go to your house like, I just would always want to be with my auntie. What is a, what's a good memory that you have of us? One of my good memories is when either Grandma Betty would drive me all the way to Albuquerque and I'd just be so excited. And then i fall asleep and i wake up and i see chilies and i see like everything that's around. I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I And I'd get there and you just give me the biggest hug. And we would just go do girly things. We go get our nails done. I go get a hair. You help me go. You come with me to go get a haircut. We would try to go get my ears pierced, but it wouldn't work out. <laughs> I just going to the mall, just doing little girly. Like it was just amazing because I didn't. I really didn't do that with my mom because she was always working. And like it was just so nice to have, like you know, to have those moments with you. Oh my gosh, honey, you made me laugh about the ear pierce saga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She now has ear pierced now. Yes, I now have my ear pierced, which I got done with you <laughs> after years. Yes. My favorite, one of my favorite memories is, I, I mean, there's plenty, lots of memories, but I always remember the first time you flew into Albuquerque. And when I what? You flew into Albuquerque. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then you were you were coming to stay here for a week with, with us. And it was maybe four summers, five summers ago. But anyway, I just remember you coming off the plane and I just, I, I vividly, I just, so it's so clear how you jumped up and screamed like, Andy, you know, so mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite memories and that, that time, you know, spending with you. Because you are, you are my second mother. Like, like, I know I can come to you to anything and with anything and just, it's just so great having that. Like relationship with you. And, you know, one day, not soon, but you will be an auntie and being an auntie is such a, an honor, you know, and. Oh, yes. I will be cool. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And as I was saying earlier about aunties, you know, having an auntie is, is a special thing because it is, you know, it's your, um, your other mom and, and my role is to to teach you things that maybe um, that maybe your mom um, didn't know or didn't say or be, and even to emphasize importance of things that your mom reminds you of. But it's also, I'm here to be your teacher, to support you, to also guide you in a gentle way and like, honey, you know, you might want to think about this and 
Um, but also to model, you know, uh, model, yeah. you know, try to be a good example, you know, um, and I feel like it's all those things and just, you know, being gentle with you, but also being stern when I have to be. <laughs> so it's a such an honor being an auntie and I just love you and Jazzy so much. So for your new year, do you have any hopes or any, not resolutions, I guess, do you have resolutions for the new year? Like, do you have any, like, special things coming up? Yeah. So what are my hopes for the year? Um, I try not to, I don't really do resolutions. Um, I just try to, what I, so that's to answer that, but my hopes for the year, you know, I want to continue, continue to really stay connected with my, my guys, you know, and like I said, this year really allowed me to be with them and spend time with them and get to know them more because, you know, your auntie before was traveling so much. I was always on the road and now I get to, I now know who their friends are. I know the kind of music that they like. I just, you know, get hugs every day. (laughs) I just want to continue to be in the space with them and continue to hike more with them. That's been a lot of fun. Um, I also hope in this year, you know, I just cannot wait for us all to be in the same space. Like, you know, your dad, your mom, all my nieces and nephews, my mom, my dad, my brother. Like I am so looking forward to that. I'm getting emotional just saying that because I can't wait to just hug you guys and just like kiss you guys. I miss my cousins. I miss you. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for, I hope that happens this year in 2021. Yes. I really do hope it happens. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Any special um, things happening planned out for the love project? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do some bonus tracks throughout the year, um, which I didn't Mm -hmm. do the first year. And um, yeah, I'm going to try to probably do more marketing. It's, It's very humble. It's hard, I have to say, like the marketing because I'm... It's. I'm trying to be. I don't know. I'm like all. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's it's be- okay, me too. Well, it's because you know, like when you're marketing yourself, it, you're putting yourself out there more, and it's not that I'm trying. To, I don't want to be like, um, like coming from an ego place, but I'm, I also mm-hmm. want to like really share because I, I think I think it's fun and it's great, and so um, I'm going to be working on that. Um, my friend Joni is going to help me with some of the marketing. So going to work on that a little bit. And um, I already have a good lineup of guests, so I'm looking forward to that. So I would say those would be the two things for my love project and, you know, um, that I'm looking at thinking about doing the marketing and then um, doing some bonuses that I didn't do the first year. Nice. So... Is this um, the first podcast that you're going to be posting of the new year? Yes. This is going to be the first. (laughs) Of course, it has has to be with... uh, Yes, it has to be. Yeah, I'm wondering though, as you said that, I'm like maybe every year at the beginning of the year, I do like a relative, like a a podcast with a a family member. That would be interesting. You do my dad. 
Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm going to tell him, don't cuss every other word. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. He's going to be able to do it. So are, are we about done with all my questions, honey? <laughs> no, we are not. Okay. We are not. So I still have a speed a round. Speed round. speed round. Oh, my gosh. Now yes, my hands so. are getting clammy. <laughs> <laughs> I have five questions. Okay. Uh, you have to answer. They're pretty simple questions. Okay. So, what's your favorite movie? Gone with the Wind. I'm sorry? Gone with the Wind. Oh, I have not seen that movie. What about your favorite song at the moment? <sighs> it still has to be Bluebird by Miranda Lambert. Really? I love that song. Still, I, I don't get tired of that song. That was my theme, my anthem song for 2020. Um, I haven't really? found one yet for 2021, but yeah, I love that song. I, I will listen to that song on repeat. <laughs> nice. I'll listen to that song. Um, what's a line that you always say like that, that you're always saying, like it doesn't matter, like what they hear, you just always sing like a line or a catchphrase? Oh gosh, it depends. Oh, the first thing that came to my mind was I'm always saying is be gentle with yourself. I'm always saying that. Mm-hmm. I, I've always say that. Or I was, yeah, I would say that. Um, lately, I've been trying to also, I, I tell myself that I am an original blessing or I tell people you're an original blessing. Um, mm. That's another one. Uh, I would also say like, I'm always telling folks like in my own way, like, you know, be kind to one another because you don't know what other people are going through, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay, and that's good. What's about your favorite restaurant? Ooh, my kitchen. <laughs> you do be making some good food. <laughs> um, the you know before COVID, um, gosh, I you know I'm a lover of food. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really have. I guess if it's uh, that's a hard question. I don't. Hmm. My favorite restaurant? Like if like someone were like Gavin, like like Gavin was taking you out to like, it's like he's like, just pick anywhere you want to go. Where would you pick? Oh, it depends on what I'm craving for. I know I'm being lame by night. <laughs> it's supposed to be speed round. If you asked me today, where would I say? Mm-hmm. Um, hot tamales. Oh, yeah. Okay. And for the last question of the speed round is what is a goal that you want to achieve this year? Yes. I want to finish the children's book that you saw two years yes. ago. That's the goal is I want to finish my children's book. Oh, I'm excited for that. Well, I, remember, I remember doing illustrations to a little book. Yes. I want to finish. I got edits back from a friend and I really just need to implement it. So that's one of the goals I want to finish this year. Yeah, Those are great questions. Goal. Thank you, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a little nervous there. <laughs> yeah, they're very simple. They won't go too crazy. Yeah, yeah let's not go crazy. too crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much, I pretty much asked you everything that I've been wondering. I, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm really interested in what you do. Like, it's just, oh, it's like I'm in awe when I go to your house because you have all these crystals. 
And I didn't know what, like, crystals were, like, the rocks and, like, everything. And you explained to me what each one does. I was so in awe when you showed me that. Because I never, I didn't, I was never really into this before I went to your house. Like, like, how did you get into them? Like, did you just one day, you're like, oh, these are pretty, you know, or, <laughs> or did you just always know about them? Um, I, too, a combination of two things. I've always been a lover of rocks. Since I was little, I was always collecting rocks. Uh, wherever I walked, I, I don't know, I was just fascinated with rocks. And so that's that. I've always had a love for them. And then, you know, as I got a little older and being in different ceremonies, I noticed rocks being used in ceremony and got curious mm-hmm. about that. Like, oh, what is that functionality? What is that? And how does that work? And so got curious about that. And of course, then that opens the whole you know, awareness of all these other kind of rocks. And so, you know, I was always taught that, um, I mean, we're all, everything is interconnected, you know, and they all, everything, like even, you know, the, everything is alive and they everything has a purpose and, um, and we have to treat things in, in that way respectfully. And so that's, how I've always been a part of having these rock collections. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just am a big fan. I mean, th- think about it. They've been here forever, you know, they've been here forever. And um, I just think they're beautiful. Yeah, because they're so pretty. Like, and like how you let me organize them, put them in different places. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I want to get some of my clothes. I know Jasmine Jazzy has them. And she's like, yeah, I got these. So remind me of Auntie. <laughs> you guys are too cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, honey, this has been fun. I really yeah. want to just thank you. My little one. Thank you so much for um, taking the time to interview me and to connect. I hope you had fun. I, I I absolutely had fun. And um, and I just want to tell the listeners, I also hope you enjoyed this episode with my niece and I, and I just want you all to know that, um, you know, that it's important to me, you know, that um, you all do what you need to do to heal yourself. And I'm hoping these stories are also helping you heal and that you're, you're getting something from them. And that, you know, we all need to be witnesses of each other. You know, we all, um, we all matter and all of our experiences uh, matter and they guide us and they um, teach us. And so I just want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for supporting and, um, and then, you know, just enjoy each day take each day slowly and not for granted. And I just want to, again, thank you, niece. I love you so much. I can't wait to just hug you. you. And virtual hug. Yes, virtual hug. Happy New Year, honey. And Happy New Year, auntie. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you for thank you so much also for having me on the podcast. Of course. Bye. <laughs> okay, honey. I love you. Bye. I love you.